Welcome, guys, to the Man Talks podcast. I'm Connor Beaton, the host and founder of Man Talks. Uh, Roger Nairn is not able to make it today, so it's just myself. Um, but that's okay because this is going to be a shorter episode. We're just going to do a, a solo segment. Uh, we've been doing these midweek segments, and uh, they've been great. We've had a lot of great feedback from people, uh, and people have been submitting the the topics that they want us to talk about. And so, in in this midweek topic, we're going to dive in. Uh, and discuss work-life balance. Work-life balance. So um, I'm sure that quite a few of you, are, your ears just perked up right now because that seems to be something that a lot of guys out in the community are struggling with. Um, I've seen a lot of feedback on Facebook and in the mastermind groups. Um, you know, men really struggling to find that work-life balance and. You know, this seems to be a, a big struggle, especially whether you're you know, a professional and you have a career uh, and you're and you're married or you have kids or uh, whatever the case may be, or whether you're single and running your own business, like whatever the case may be, um, work-life balance is really a massive, massive priority for a lot of people. And it seems to be a struggle, especially around this time of year. You know, when Christmas comes around or the holidays come around, things get really things get nuts, you know, like <laughs> I don't, I think I've, I've had more people reach out to me personally via email through the website and on Facebook than I ever have before ever. And a lot of it seems to be around this work-life balance. How do I manage during the holidays? How do I manage my business and priorities and family and all that other kind of stuff? So let's just dive in. Uh, and I'm going to share the five most important factors, in my opinion, that I've seen uh, in order to find work-life balance. And so first things first, first, you have to understand what your priorities are. Your priorities are the, are the biggest piece because if you value, and, and this is something that, that I've seen in a lot of men and a lot of men have communicated that most men have a tendency to pursue excellence in their business versus with their family. Now they have a tendency to pursue the excellence in the business, but oftentimes their priorities, their highest priority is actually within their family or their relationship and actually cultivating time in that space. So what ends up happening is, you know, they're pursuing excellence within their career, but then they feel completely out of balance in their relationship and they, you know, communicate not having seen their partner going on a date for two weeks. They haven't seen their kids in, you know, five days and, and, they, and they feel like shit about it. And so this can be a huge challenge for a lot of, of the guys out there. And so it's really understanding what are your priorities. Obviously, work is a priority. Obviously, providing for your family is a huge, huge priority. And at the same time, we need to have balance in that. Because if you're just out to make money to try and provide for your family financially, it might be missing the game, right? You might be missing on a lot of that time that you want with your family. And so prioritizing what's important to you is at the very top of the list. Now, this might mean turning down a promotion that's going to make you have to work, you know, an extra 20 hours a week and take away from your family time. It might mean rescheduling the, the beers with the guys so that you can take your kids out for the day. It might, you know, who knows? Who knows what that looks like? Only you know what that looks like. But what it's going to take is for you to sit down and say, right now, what do I want to be the number one priority in my life? And what actually is the number one priority in my life? What am I spending the most time on? Uh, so start to get familiar with your priorities. Secondly, is super, super important. If you take nothing away from this 10 minutes, other than this point right here, please tune in. This changed my life. And it is access points. How are people getting in touch with you? You know, a lot of people talk about unplugging. 
And I think this is a struggle for a lot of people, you know, for the business owners out there, you got to be dialed into social media, you got to be running your social media channels. And even for the professionals, you know, it's, it's a, it's a means of communication with other professionals, you know, through LinkedIn and whatnot. So access points, how are people getting in touch with you? You know, when you think about it now, I just want you to take a second and think about how many ways people can contact you. They can text you, they can email you, they can Facebook message you, they can WhatsApp you, they can call you, <laughs> you know, they can call your office phone, your cell phone, your, I mean, if you still have a landline, they could call you there, I guess. You know, maybe you have one of those walkie-talkie apps on your phone and they can communicate through that way. So the point is, is that most of us have somewhere between seven to 18 access points in our life. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Periscope, Snapchat, like the list just goes on and on and on. And so one of the ways uh, that you can really help to find work-life balance is to limit the number of access points that you have in your life. So for me, when people reach out through Facebook, I have an autoresponder and I say, hey, if you really want to get in touch with me, please email this address. Or if they're a really, you know, somebody that is closer, then I'll say, please email this address or contact me at this number. And then that way I filter everybody into either emailing me or following up via phone. So check your access points. Third, let go of perfectionism. Oh man, perfectionism is a killer for so many people. And I see a lot of guys, especially, you know, within the workforce, with within, especially within entrepreneurialism that are struggling with this and that are spending so much time uh, on projects and initiatives and trying to perfect them. And it, it's cutting down on their time for their own health, for their own fitness, for their own family, for their relationships. And you know, there's this, there's a, a very simple saying, and I know that this might sound counterintuitive for, to most people, but sometimes good enough is good enough. You know, sometimes that project that you've been working on is at the point where if you spent another 10 or 20 or 50 hours on it, it would only increase in, in, in excellence, maybe by like a percentage point. And so is that percentage point really going to make that big of a difference? It might to you, but for your audience, it, it actually might not. And so being able to let go of perfectionism and understand our need for perfectionism, because most of us are seeking perfectionism to try and avoid shame. But the fact is that perfectionism actually is shame right? When you really, really think about it, when it really comes down to it, the reason why we seek perfectionism is because we don't want to experience the shame of quote unquote failure or not being good enough or having somebody judge us. And so my, my indicator is always, if I can produce content or, you know, a, a body of work and I can put it out into the world and I can feel good about it. And I can say, you know what, this actually feels good. And sure, maybe people are going to judge me and maybe it's like 5% too soon. It keeps me on the edge, like on, on my toes, you know, it keeps me on my, on my toes because it allows me to produce work in a faster capacity because I know that I'm going to try and put it out 5% sooner. And that has, that has shifted the game for me and has allowed me to put out more content than I ever have this year than I ever have in years before. The, the fourth thing is probably pretty obvious, but that's exercise and meditation. Now, even when we're busy, you know, we make time for the crucial things in life. We eat, we, you know, we sleep, we go to the bathroom, like these, these are crucial. We have to do those things. Right. Uh, and yet one of the most crucial needs that we, that we have is exercise. And this is often the first thing to go when our calendars fill up. 
And for a lot of the entrepreneurs out there and professionals, you know, especially the ones that have family, you're probably nodding your head right now. You're like, yep, absolutely. That is the first thing that I ask. But the, the problem is, is that exercise is actually an effective stress reducer. And so the more stress that you have at work, the more stress you have at home and your family and whatever else is going on, exercise and meditation is a really, really great stress reducer. It actually pumps, you know, the, the quote unquote, feel good endorphins through your body. It helps lift your, your mood. Uh, and it can even serve, you know, like a one, two punch by, by also putting you in a meditative state, according to the Mayo Clinic. So like the harder you work out, uh, the more you can get into this meditative state. And so, you know, find what that looks like. You don't need to have a strict, rigid routine, like a military routine. For me, I don't do the same thing every morning at the exact same time. That does not work for me. It actually totally messes with me. But That said, I do have a few things that I do every single day. One of them is the Wim Hof method. The second one is meditation. The third one is that I will do at least 50 push-ups every single day. It, It doesn't matter when it happens, but it happens every single day. And obviously, you know, then there's the gym a couple of times a week, some boxing, et cetera, et cetera. So carve out time for exercise and meditation. It is so important. And finally... Probably one of the most important pieces, secondary to the access points, is learning how to say no. Learn how to say no. So many of you out there are the are the biggest people pleasers, and I get it. I understand it. I have been one. I was one for decades. But learning how to say no to things that aren't priorities, to things that, and again, this ties back into the very first point, understanding your priorities Because once you understand your priorities, you understand what you can say no to because you can understand the the direction that you want to take your life and you understand what is the most important thing. And so if family and family time is at the very top of your list, then you're going to have to start saying no to things that are infringing on that. All right. So learn how to say no. That starts with your priorities. That starts with your, you know, with your access points, all of that. So learn how to say no. That's it for this week's episode, and I hope that you found this valuable. Uh, Share this with somebody who's struggling with work-life balance. I cannot stress that enough. There are so many people going through this right now, uh, especially in this time of year, so so share this, please. Don't forget to leave us a review on iTunes and let us know what you want what you want to hear, what you want to talk about. You know, we've we're going to be bringing on some experts in the next few months in around sex and intimacy. Uh, we're going to be having some great conversations in and, in and around purpose, in and around building your legacy. Uh, so we're going to have some really great guests on, but let us know, fire us off an email at info at mantalks.com or leave us a message on Facebook, or you can reach out to me personally through the website. Just go to mantalks.com and contact us, and that'll come directly to me. And I would love, 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 love to hear what you would like us to talk about. So thanks very much for joining the Man Talks podcast, and we will talk to you next week.